the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Sean Hannity. Uh, Sean Hannity is one of those. All right. Who was in the realm? Yes, sir. First of all, happy birthday! Can you hear me? I hear you, you correct. Sir? Thank you very much. It's right. very... Number two, yeah. is that Gladiator? Your, is that Gladiator? The music behind you? Yes. Uh, you know, okay. it's very. You're... I can literally quote the whole movie. Maximus, will you not accept this great honor? Sire, <laughs> with all my heart, no. That is why it must be you, Maximus. There you go. That's my. That's my best imitation. I love that movie. Love it. How are you, my friend? Uh, Happy birthday. Thank you. I need to tell you, this is the most auspicious opening of an interview in my 35 (laughs) years in radio. You know, by the way, to your credit, a lot of people think that that is from, I think, Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? Yes. uh, I think they're both Hans Zimmer. And uh, right. right, so uh, they they confuse that, and they they get very adamant. But you you hit it right on the nose. I feel, by the way, with this theme, I have sort of ruined the movie for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you did at all. And by the way, then the line goes on. He goes, "Well, what about Commodus? Commodus is not a moral man. You have known this since your youth." Okay, now how crazy is that that I can quote every part of it? Same with Braveheart. Uh, two of my favorite movies, Passion of the Christ, uh, makes me cry every time I watch it. There's, I just love, I, I love watching brave gladiators. We need more of them in life and in the world. Uh, I love MMA. I love, uh, ed, I love football because it's so hard and tough. And it, it's also the danger element of both is real. But, you know, if you're going to live life, I think the way God wants us to live, you got to be a gladiator. You got to be willing to go out into the arena and, you know, win the fight and then throw your sword up and say, are you not entertained? Um, That's we, great. We need Americans was... fighting for liberty, my friend. Wow. That, that was a great beginning. Well, everybody, this is Sean Hannity, and he has uh, the uh, national bestseller uh, out right now, which uh, is up at DennisPrager.com. And it's called Live Free or Die. And, uh, you know... Uh, 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 and the subtitle, America and the World on the Brink. You are so right. It is so important to make this point. How many kids today do you think can quote, li- li- give me liberty or give me death? Patrick Henry, probably none. Probably uh, none. I mean, how many can quote Thomas Paine, the great pamphleteer, 1776? And this this fits in with all Prager U stuff, which, by the way, that that is a service to the country what you provide Thank you. a full education for people that want to grow and learn and push and understand. Uh, you know, we, we forget, I spent a whole chapter in the book on this about how we're forgetting right now what brought us to where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but kids don't know that. And, you know, I, I have a lot to say about education if you want to get into it at some point, but yeah, I'd love to. we're at a tip. We're, we're at a tipping point 
Dennis. But here's the, the with with fear, there also comes hope and opportunity. If the American people in 92 days go all in and reject uh, the socialism of Bolshevik Bernie that Joe Biden has adopted, the new Green Deal madness of AOC that uh, Joe Biden has adopted and pledging trillions and trillions of dollars for. By the way, I have a helicopter flying over the head. Um, if we if we reject what Schumer, Pelosi, Bezo, I call him Bozo O'Rourke, offer in the country, guess what? There's no telling how great we can be. We'll continue energy independence. We'll continue being the number one uh, producer of energy in the world. We will we will be the place that needs a wall because so many people in the world want to come in here, and we'll vet them. And we can vet them for health reasons, make sure they don't have radical associations. And if they, you know, then welcome them to the country if they get in. And they can be a part of our family wherever they come from. And we can have tax cuts and we can end all of this ridiculous burdensome bureaucracy that has stifled, put a stranglehold on business. You know, the, the Obama-Biden record of eight years has been atrocious. Nobody in the media mob talks about it. You talk about it. I talk about it. There's a couple of us, uh, all of us, frankly, in talk radio that ha- are successful. We always talk about it. Uh, there's a, there's a, not everybody on Fox, but we have a number of people on Fox that, you know, talk about it. But I'm going to tell you, this is the greatest opportunity. And I've been thinking about this because I was worried a little bit this weekend. And I, and I flipped it in my brain because I was worried about, well, what if, what if, what if? And I'm like, no, no. How about what if we win? What if the mob in the media, Dennis Prager, has, has to choke on the words, we can now project that Donald J. Trump has been reelected the 45th president of the United States of America. By the way, that alone is worth the price of admission. But it also protects the country from what we know to be, and we can predict with pinpoint accuracy to be, certain economic demise. I don't think if those policies, as stated by, by Joe and Bolshevik Bernie and AOC, Pelosi, Schumer, and Bozo, if they're implemented, everything that we know that has made this country great disappears with it. This is a fight worth having, a debate worth having, and it's even sweeter if we end up winning the debate. Yeah, so I agree with you. I, I'm silent because you're you're saying in your inimitable way what what I have been saying, and it your subtitle is accurate in two ways: America and the world on the brink. The the left, which is supposedly so concerned about the world and their world citizens before their American citizens, you may recall Superman gave up his American citizenship to become a world citizen. This is this is how they think. Yet they don't give a damn about the world, because if America fails, then there is cruelty all over the world. We have kept cruelty at a minimum. What what because we protect liberty. One more point. When the Hong Kong guys revolted against China, they did not display a Hong Kong flag or a Taiwan flag or any flag but the United States flag. You know, I'm, I'm listening closely because everything you always say is smart. And by the way, I have not seen you in a long time. So I'd love uh, to come I up. I loved when you would come into New York City and you'd I come know. to the studio with us. Well, 
We'll do and it again. I enjoy, and I got to meet your whole family. And yes, and, and you remember my mother. My mother adored you. She couldn't believe that I actually met you. You know, the hell with my <laughs> success. Low, That's when we gotta, she. We should have raised her standards. <laughs> no, the joke was this is a classic mother. You know, Dennis is Dennis, but he met Sean Hannity. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. If I even believed half of that was true. Oh, no, it was true. With my mother, it was, it was true. <laughs> well, you have a wonderful family. Thank and, you. you know, Thank that's you. That's what we're fighting for. You know, you said something that I, I want to say it. I'm going to, I quote, I almost do it in every interview, so bear with me. I'm, I know it's repetitive, but it's so profound to me. And this is this fits in with all things PragerU. Um, and that is Barry Farber, who recently passed away, who I know you knew, we all mm-hmm. knew, yep. one of the greatest pioneers in talk radio. He spoke yep. 37, 40 right, languages. languages right. he, he was nice to me when I was in my 20s and just beginning my radio journey, which, if you can believe it, is now 33 years. And he always said that there's never been a country in the history of mankind that has accumulated more power and abused it less. That's right. And what I add to that is there's never been a country in the history of mankind that has ever accumulated more power, abused it less, and used that power to advance the entire human condition. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean worldwide. Yes. And then you have to then raise the question, well, well, what made America so different? You talk about the world on the brink. Okay, I'll tell you what's at stake. Uh, what's at stake is are we going to elect a guy that brags about dumping $150 billion in cash and other currency on the tarmac of mullahs in Iran that chance death to America? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the alternative is the America that did keep the world safe. You are a 1,000% correct. That beat back the forces of fascism and Nazism and imperial Japan and communism and more recently you know, leading the world effort to, to defeat radical Islamism. Uh, without America, the rest of the world, frankly, is going to go down the sewer. That's correct. That's how pivotal it is. But, but, and again, I thank you again for having me on. I haven't done a book in 10 years. You want to know why, Dennis? Why? Because I hate writing. I write every night a monologue, and it, um, it takes a lot of time, and half of it's extemporaneous. All of radio, like you know, is extemporaneous. But um, I felt the moment was key. I wanted to tell you one thing as we were going to break. At the very bottom of the book cover... It's Latin. It may shock people to know that I, I went through 12 years of, of Catholic education. I went to a seminary in high school. We had to take theology, study Latin, go to Mass every day. I'm more of a Christian today. Um, I have some issues with the Catholic Church, which I've, which I've spoken about uh, openly. And live free or America dies. That's what's at stake in 92 days. And, uh, and I'm glad you feel the same way. But I also see this as an opportunity. You know, Donald Trump, maybe some people don't like his style, but everything he said he would do in 2016, he's done. And on top of that, he's also had to deal with the worst pandemic since 1917 and 18. And nobody will give him any credit for the travel ban 10 days after the first identified case in the country or the subsequent travel bans or the quarantine or the mass mobilization, the largest mass mobilization of a health emergency in the history of the world and built the beds and manned the beds and converted the beds to COVID-19. I can tell you in New York, 
And, and then all the PPE, we never ran out of a thing. Every ventilator was there, every mask, gown, gloves, shields. So, you know, he's never going to get credit from anyone in the media. If he cured cancer, Dennis Prager, they, they, they'd want to impeach him for it. That's correct. Uh, I'm with you. I just want to remind everybody that the book is Live Free or Die. And it is uh, t- top of the list at uh, Amazon, which is the, the list where most people buy books. And it should be. And he's right. Uh, the, but we, we didn't teach a generation. You said you wanted to address education. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Let me ask you a question that I am uh, just deeply troubled by. My kids obviously are grown, and one of them has kids of his own. But where would you tell a a couple to send their children today, given that they will learn? I'll give you just two examples. They will learn that America was founded in 1619, the New York Times lie about the United States. It's founded to, wow. be, founded to be a slave country. That is now in 3,500 schools. So your child will learn America was not founded in 1776. It is systemically racist. And you will have drag queen uh, uh, reading hour. Uh, is that that's what story hour? And uh, et cetera, et cetera. Where would you send your child today? You know, let me tell you where you are so far ahead of the curve. And I'm not sure if you've even thought about this. Because, listen, I've followed your Prager University with great interest now for how many years have you been doing it? Since uh, 2000, uh, was it uh, 12? So uh, eight years. Okay, and and I know Hillsdale uh, has online courses in education for free. Now, what did we learn during the pandemic? I learned that 90% of the people that work on my radio or TV show not only can work from home, they're happier from home, and they're more productive from home because they're not wasting an hour or two hours every day, you know, trugging into work. And they, they enjoy it. We can actually monitor exactly how much time they spend on their computer. So, well, I'm, I'm not for spying in any way, shape, matter, or form, but we hold people accountable. And what did we learn? Telemedicine is going to be the future where you will have access to a doctor 24 hours a day. My kids would always get the group, Dennis, and it was the same routine. They said, you know, I'd go to the emergency room. I'd be holding steam in front of their face, falling asleep at 3 or 4 in the morning. And then in the end, they'd say, oh, here's the medicine. The, the steam never works. So finally I said, can you just give me the medicine so I have it standing by next time mm-hmm. after like five times of going through that? Telemedicine is the future. Um, I think teleworking is the future. I think what you're talking about and what you have created is probably you are, you are way ahead of the curve. And that's teleeducation. Think about this. You know, I always talk about law and order, safety and security as the most fundamental obligation of any elected politician. We, we see all these cities that have one thing in common, and that is governors that are Democratic that have been running those cities into the ground for decades. People aren't safe. They aren't secure. Usually the same cities have the worst educational system. As a nation, we pay more per capita per student per education than any country in the industrialized world, and we come in like 37th, 8th, or 40th. 
there is in Baltimore, it's the third highest per capita per student spending on education in Baltimore, 13 Baltimore public high schools. You probably know the answer. What percentage do you think are proficient in math? You don't, it's not a test. The answer is there's not one single child, Dennis. Mm. Now, I'll give you more Latin. Latin from the education derivative of education from the Latin is educare, to bring forth from within. Well, that fits in with our founding document, our declaration that we're endowed by not the thing, you know, the thing, oh, what is the thing? But we're endowed by a creator who created everything and with, you know, certain alienable uh, rights, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. If you're not safe and secure, Dennis, you cannot pursue happiness. If you don't get a quality education and we are failing our children spectacularly, mm-hmm. you will be shut out of opportunity in this country because your politicians didn't didn't fulfill their fundamental role. So tying this back to Prager you. I'll say this. Why not put online K through 12 education? I don't even care if it's preschool through 12 education. So if any parent in America is, is, is in a failing public school system, that if they choose, they will be able to go online for free and work with their children or their grandchildren or a neighborhood uh, kid that somebody needs some love and attention and go through the curriculum, which will guarantee they know how to read, write, do math, and actually learn history. Now, that's the new, that, that is the new age. That's the future shock that Alvin Poplar talked about so long ago and Newt often discussed. So what you're doing with PragerU we can do for every child in this country and guarantee them a quality education. You want to keep politics out of it? Uh, do reading, writing, and math. Exactly. Uh, you know, I just want to bounce a theory of mine off you, Sean. Uh, freedom is a value, not an instinct. People's instincts are to be taken care of. Liberty is a value, not an instinct. So when you lose that value, it's it's over. Wow. You, you know you're saying what Thomas Paine said. I, I mentioned earlier, whether guides and dictates of human conscience, that means God, irresistibly obeyed. There'd be no need for any other lawgiver. But, it, but where I didn't, what I didn't say, I'll add now. Government in its best state is but a necessary evil in its worst state, an intolerable one. You see, I actually, I believe the American people, we are a fundamentally good people. We share, you know, our our medical breakthroughs and discoveries. If this vaccine gets done, it's not going to just be for the United States. It's going to be for the whole world, Dennis, as we always do. Um, You think about how whatever, remember back in the last century, they, they were arguing whether they should close the patent office because everything that could be created was created. Remember that? Yep. And, you know, look at how, look at, that was before we even had an airplane. Yep. You know, look at travel today. Look at, you know, we, I guess we had the, uh, the, the Musk, um, uh, you know, partner, public, public private partnership uh, land. I didn't see it yet. And I'm just thinking, we are the greatest country, and it's all because of freedom and liberty. That has, you know, everybody thinks, I think there's a psychological appeal 
to people that, and again, we believe in natural rights. Our rights come from God, not government, endowed by our creator, and which is the opposite of statism. And if that's true, that that's where our rights come from, okay, then that means we have to find that within ourselves that God put there to bring forth from within. And then in a free society like the United States, then you get to go out and share what you learn with the world and make the world a better place to make the country a more a more perfect union. We're not perfect. And yes, we we are flawed. Every country is flawed. Because every but human is flawed. Is, Countries are made of humans. <laughs> every human being is sinned and fallen. Yes, exactly. And by the way, I probably have a much longer list than you in life. I doubt it, but uh, <laughs> I, I, no, I, <laughs> we'll get together and compare. <laughs> Are we going to get together over, over really a cigar <laughs> for a big part of my life, which I guess made me a talk show host, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. But, wait, but where does all this innovation come from? Where do all these breakthroughs come from? How do we you yeah. know, think about imagine life without a washer and a dryer and a microwave? and a stove, and electricity, you know, all of these things, we're always advancing the human condition. You know, the beauty of our founders and framers, and I do, this was the hardest chapter for me to write, it just was hard, um, is the first chapter. In other words, what made America great? What are the principles, the guiding principles, the Judeo-Christian principles? You know, while everybody, it might be a great appeal to say everything in your life is going to be free, free government health care, free education, guaranteed job, guaranteed wage, guaranteed salary, guaranteed retirement, guaranteed this. Here's the question I have. When has government gotten it right that you're going to buy into that total BS? Because they're not even providing law and order in most of these cities where you have the same people that want to advance this nationwide. I call Portland... Seattle, New York, and Chicago, a preview of coming attractions. That's right. Elected. That's right. How did, how did Obamacare work out? Millions lost their doctors, millions lost their plans, and we all paying 200% more. That's right. How did, how's our educational system? We talked about it. It's a disaster. Why would we trust them with anything else? That it would be the dumbest decision we could ever make as a country. That's why in 92 days, Dennis Prager, it matters. All hands on deck, or else we lose the greatest country God gave man. God, is that true? Well, your book is one of the antidotes, as is your show. Sean, I I just got to tell you, uh, I have a saying every one of my listeners knows. Good people are divided into three groups. The fighters, those who help the fighters, and those who do nothing. You, sir, Mm -hmm. are one of the fighters. You know what? I'm, I'm honored you would even suggest that. It's my honor. I've been blessed beyond anything I ever deserve in life. And I want every American child to have the education, have the security and safety of where they live, and to find what God put in their hearts for them in their lives so we can become a more perfect union and a better people, always striving to be better. We will. Thank thank Uh, you, my friend. Amen. From your lips. All right, my friend. God bless you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. It's uh, It's a delight. Truly, it was a delight. The book is up at DennisPrager.com. Live free or die. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. 
It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.